Hey, it's the Speak Podcast with Pete and uh, Adam. Hey, Rob's over there on the left. How you doing? That was your slowest five count ever, I think. That was probably more of a seven count. I mean, it wasn't. I was looking at a timer on our recording device. I don't know that for sure. I feel like you saw me staring at it, and I feel like no one actually cares. I thought just looking down because you're depressed to be on the show. Like, I thought it was just one of those, like, collecting yourself, getting prepared. Both of those things are true. Pete is depressed to be on the show, and also nobody cares. So, let's get straight into beer this week, which what? is beer-ish this week. <laughs> we are doing an alcohol-free episode, first in the history of the Speak podcast. AF. And for such, we have a special guest with us, special guest Zach. We have non-alcohol, but double the faults. Hooray. Yes. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> Zach's related to Adam. He is. Unfo- I mean, that's good. Is it unfortunate for you? Yes, it is. <laughs> if you had to sum up your childhood with Adam in one word, what would it be? Um, um, Adoration. The... Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I actually thought that um was a pretty good answer, quite frankly. So um's the word. But uh, Zach's the man for the alcohol-free beer. I hear your Instagram famous. Not exactly, but I'm working on it. Where do folks find you on the Insta Jam? Well, probably they just see me on Google. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, let's let's okay, some, all right. Let's someone uh, <laughs> is going to seek out your Instagram handle. What is your Instagram oh, handle? It is Zach underscore AF. It's actually for Alan Fultz, not for alcohol free or Adam Fultz. So it's no. Zach Adam Fultz. That's, now we're that's back weird. to adoration. Yeah, that's that's we? weird. That's weird. You've brought a bounty of beer. A plethora. A menageoise? Is that a word? Menageoise? Menagerie? Or (laughs) menagerie-toise? Where are you going with this? Whatever one would work in the sentence. Really neither. Well, then I don't choose either. I choose menanity. A manatee of beer. (laughs) Yes. So far, the double Fultz experiment is just (laughs) fantastic. I don't blame Zach, though. Anyway... Zach's going to be in charge of the beer. All right. Adam's going to be in charge of the pouring. I'm in charge of passing. Or passing. We're going to see how this goes. What are you doing? What are you in charge of? This, apparently. Uh, talking? <laughs> yes. So what are, what are we starting off with? Elvis AF. Where's that from? Brewdog. Adam, tell me everything you know about Elvis Juice. Uh, Elvis El- AF. Elvis AF is a AF version of Elvis Juice. Um, it is 0.5%, I assume. The microphone got so very little of that. It, it, all of it? How, where do you need me to go to? Elvis, Elvis AF is a version of Elvis Juice. It is 0.5%. Um, did you buy this from... Um, Brewdog USA site, actually. Okay. It's only available to Ohio, but the first couple people, when they released it, I was able to get a hold of it. So, so it was an I accident? Was, it wasn't an accident, but I was just lucky. So, Get it up in you, man. Come, oh, on. Okay. Come on, what are you thinking? I don't know if he wants to get it in him first. We can all do it together. <laughs> Drinking simultaneously is usually common and customary. Zach, is there anything that stands out as appealing to you, sir? What do you like? What do you hate? Name names. I'm back. Well, that's uh, the first where were you AF before? Beer that I've actually been looking forward to as I really enjoy. So we are discussing juice. <laughs> we are. We are. Discussing. <laughs> we are discussing. Uh, so it's my turn to say what I think about it. No. Okay. No, it is not. It's your turn. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Elvis Juice, I, I've got to say, is is probably one of my favorite BrewDog beers. So I'm not entirely sure that it's as kind of juicy. Uh, I, I don't know that it quite has as much of that really kind of bright citrus, 
but still retains uh, a, a lot of the citrus taste there. You get the orange, you get the grapefruit. I got to tell you what I, I actually really like about this is very effervescent. You get a nice, crisp, clean taste off of it. This actually reminds me, carbonation-wise, more of like the champagne-style beers. You've got that heavy effervescence that I think really kind of helps accentuate the citrus that they've packed into this beer. I think it's very grapefruit-forward, and it's brighter than the normal Elvis juice. It does seem... Actually, I think if I would have started with AF, I might appreciate Elvis juice a little more because I think the alcohol gives it kind of a more well-rounded flavor. I find this to be very refreshing, and I know seltzers are all the rage and the The hard whatevers. There's no law with that. But I do... Did you know that, though? There's no law with the claw? Law still applies. It doesn't matter what you drink. In fact, sometimes law applies more for me? if you drink. Oh, is that because of the red dot thing? I No, 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 no. Don't ask. Do not so, ask. Do not you do this every time. Just move on. I'm ready to tell you. So I think that this is more refreshing than those and has more going on. It's not a single note, but it is very grapefruit forward. It's missing kind of the the malt, but the effervescence actually makes it quite nice. Now you try and add something, dummy. Try to add something? What do you got to add? Um, well, I would add that the can is also a little bit lighter uh, than, the, than the regular Elvis juice. <laughs> now that we poured some out. It, uh, um, and it's uh, not, a, not as murky looking. Um, no, I, I agree with all you guys. Like, I like it. It's pretty crisp. It's easy drinking. Um, it has, like, um, I don't know. It's almost like a, like a seltzer or like a juice or something, like you said. Um, the flavor is pretty forward. Like, I, it, has, it has more grape fruit than I was expecting, but it is just really crisp and clean and like I could probably drink like twenty of these. Well the the one thing I will I will add to that is that there is a pleasant bit of bitterness off the back. And I think that you get I would assume being, you know, even though it's it's technically non-alcoholic, you know, being beer, it's still made with hops. I think that you get more of a little bit of the the hops bitter off the back end of this that you then you do in the standard Elvis juice, which is hence the name, right? Pretty juicy. There's not a lot of hops bitterness there. You get some of the sour and the tart from the citrus, and I think that that is kind of interesting. That bitter finish off the back end. Zach, you said that the alcohol free beers are typically, I mean, really low calorie, right? Correct. Yes. So we can. I drink- believe this has. 37 calories in Elvis AF. So we can drink as much as we want and not get fat? Possibly. All right. You guys know any nude that's, beaches? <laughs> I was going to say, that's a very political answer. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> if I start fat, I'll still be fat. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, can I lose weight drinking this? If I drink only this, will I lose weight? No. <laughs> Are you no. going to give up eating? Is this Will this be your only sustenance? Because then I bet you'll lose weight. I'll think about it. No, you won't. I've seen I how about he drinks. I can't guarantee that even at 36 calories, he will lose weight. Oh, man. So we got we got more, man. You, uh, What's in the bag of tricks? Well, He's opening it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> See, he gets radio. He's building suspense. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Searching around in there. Go on to the Kremlin IPA. Tell us about it. It's a red IPA. I believe it's uh, like a New West style. I think it's kind of like an old school, um, but... First, I'm trying it. So, where's it from? Why we're gonna have Adam pour? But come on, man. Where's it from? It's from Athletic Brewing Company. Um, it's Tell one of their pilot beers. So, 
technically you're only supposed to get it from the brewery, but I kind of have a connection to send me their beer from their pilot, so it's pretty cool. He knows a guy. What do you have? What do you have to do for them? Um, not a whole lot. I just have to pay the guy, and he. How do you pay the guy? Um, with cash. <laughs> Ass, you <Not> say. <laughs> Why is it beer mules, but then people who smuggle people are coyotes? Uh, I guess you're more of a predator if you smuggle people, and more of a docile. More of an ass if you <laughs> smuggle beer. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. And we're sparing Adam the cans on these ones because, um, I don't know. Why are we sparing you, Adam? I don't know. Why are we sparing me, Rob? So would you like to can? Because I'm that mostly one's trying doozy. to ignore both of you. That's new, though. That's kind of rude. I said both. Yes, you have math problems. I understand that. Yeah. The two people who were talking. Generally, in the construct of the English language, you, you when you reference an unspecified group, especially in a conversation, you reference those who have spoken most recently, unless you specifically state it's someone else. Communication's hard. I, I know that you have not spent a lot of time amongst your fellow human beings, but, um, but this is how that works. We're pretty convinced this is the only way Adam learns. There's no real anger there. It's just... He's got to be There's better. There's some anger. There's some anger. <laughs> no, I can tell. I'm, I'm learning about body body language. So, Zach, is this, you said this is the first time you've had it. It seems like there's a, a good bit of like malt and rye yeah, in more, there. Is I it get more typical bitterness. that you get, I guess? The, the other one was very effervescent and much brighter. And this would be maybe the third or fourth AF beer I've had. So I don't know if it's typical to get this much kind of like multi characteristics. I believe from Athletic Brewing Company, yes. I believe they have like a similar maltiness to them all. But like I said, it is my first time trying it. What are. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a preferred style? Preferred style? Um, I would still say IPAs, but I also have branched out and tried a lot of new styles, from stouts to lagers to just stuff I wouldn't try alcohol-wise. So, um, Shots? No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried any non-alcoholic spirits yet. Do they have those? They sure do. Whoa. Wait, what? Water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is, how do you... Well, I want... I want the Dark Eyes equivalent. Dark Ugh. Eyes AF. Or Mad Dog. Everclear <laughs> AF. Give me some of that good corn water. <laughs> well, that's weird. Oh, all right. From, I, uh, from I, Fultz I no 1 idea. to Fultz 2. Yeah. I don't think you can offer more knowledge than he did. No, that's probably accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I mean, he didn't really describe the thing, though. He said there was malt in it. Yeah. Good bit of malt. What do I mean, you get in your face? I'm getting a lot of bitterness on the, the tongue and the mouth and the end. Your end? <laughs> on my end? Um... Kind of some malt, uh, almost that um, kind of a sweetness as well, if I put it up there. Um, so yeah, that's what I get. Um, I put it up there. Yeah, rough mouth. Definitely malty. This one's interesting, and again, I wonder if it's not a part of... Well, I listen, that's that's a stupid that's a stupid wondering on my part. I'm sure it has to be a part of the process. This one almost... Ha- not almost. This one, to me, has a pretty heavy, like vegetal taste right when you're making up the wort to distill beer you know you've added the hops in obviously the hops are vegetables and this is kind of what you smell you know as as you're boiling that getting it ready for fermentation there's again there's some sweetness uh there's malt i like pete's catch there i was trying to figure out kind of what that little bit of uh kind of almost pepper taste there was and i i think that rye is is a good call but this is really interesting to me because uh that 
vegetal taste. You still got the hop, and I assume that comes from the hops more than it does from the grains, but you definitely get that vegetal taste and that bitterness, which is uh, really interesting and not something that you normally find in a lot of, or at least that I haven't found in a lot of not-alcohol-free beers. It's kind of a nice contrast from where we were with the Elvis AF being typically a, a juicier beer and a lighter beer, but a little bit higher alcohol. It's grapefruit heavy when there's booze in it, and it's light, to where I imagine this Kremlin IPA, do you know, is there a, a version with alcohol, or is it specifically uh, AF? It's specifically AF. Oh. So Athletic only does alcohol-free beer? Correct, yes. Oh. Well, so this tastes like drinking wort, and I don't mean that negatively, but if you've brewed beer and you kind of get that smell, and I if have. you're like us... We always sample a little bit before it's fermented and that kind of thing, just to we see do. what we can get. I agree. I'm glad you're here, Adam, as always. This is kind of neat and just unique on its own because, I mean, there's been a, maybe a time we had the wort and we're like, oh, I bet this would be a good beer. I don't know if the end result actually reflected that, but the wort <laughs> itself wasn't bad. And so, yeah, we were discussing earlier a little bit about what might be different in the brew process. And I don't know if it just tastes like they, they got to the wort, they made a bunch of it, didn't didn't ferment it, but I imagine maybe they've well, had a dry hop. It, and, I'm sure. That's... But you're tasting a lot more of what actually went into the product than just, you know, tasting booze or tasting a single note. I feel like you get to taste a little bit of most everything that went into this beer. That actually might be a good way to put it. It's like, like because there's less alcohol, are we able to get a little bit more... Of the different flavors and the complexity from some of the... Well, you'd assume they create... Fermentation is a chemical process. Right. At, at that Science. point, when the yeast starts converting the carbohydrates to alcohol, right, to ethanol, which is the fun part of beer, then there is a chemical change there. Okay. There's a chemical interaction which does fundamentally change how the ingredients will taste. Now... You'll have to forgive me. I don't. Uh, I really don't know a whole lot about alcohol-free beer. I don't know the process that goes into it. And we were talking with Zach a little bit earlier before the show, and he said that there are a couple of ways that you can go about it. So I don't know if one of them is to make a wort and just never ferment it. I don't know if there's like a denaturing process where you can make beer and then actually remove the alcohol. I don't know how that works, but. If one of the processes is simply making the wort and then, uh, you know, carbonating that, then it will taste different than a finished product because you've taken out a chemical process, right? Well, On a completely unrelated note, because now we're getting into hard science and we are all out of our depth here. Uh, more of a soft guy. Then, uh, yeah, yeah I've know. heard that about you. The um, Very flaccid. Your science. <laughs> On top of being a really, really interesting drink, I mean, this is, um, I'm not sure that it's something that I could have every day, but this is definitely something that I could see getting a taste for from time to time, just going, man, that would really hit the spot. But the other thing that I think this would be absolutely great for is like cooking, you know, boil some brats in this or, or you know, using this to kind of keep hamburgers that just came off the grill a little, a little juicy, you know, on top of certainly being more than drinkable, um, it also has some, some other applications. When well, this sounds douchey, but I feel like you have to appreciate 
beer maybe a little bit to appreciate this. I don't know if it's one I just start people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's really. I don't know if I just start people off with it necessarily. I I just feel like I have a deeper appreciation for it because I've had a handful of beers and brewed a a couple of them. Not, I don't know. Yeah, it's mostly just douchey. I kind of wish I wouldn't have said it. It's too late now. Yeah, it's on the internet forever. This guy's a douche. Hey, everyone. A flaccid douche. Pete Pete is the one talking, by the way. Just so they know. What's next? Swell. Well, actually, I was, uh, Zach, do you have anything with, like, fruit in it? Because now I'm kind of curious about how that works. Great. Plus, Rob loves fruit. Awesome. Really I good. have a peach rye from Athletic Brewing Company. Okay. Peach is a fruit. Peach and peach rye. Is a fruit. Yep. And rye. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I'm uh, <laughs> going to pass it to Adam. <laughs> Swell handoff, Adam. You're doing a great job thus far. You really stepped up your game now that your brother's here. And you've gone mute, apparently. I have nothing to say to you. Sir. You got to earn these words, which I guess you did because I'm just talking now, so... Congratulations. Since you're here, Adam says your father listens. You want to say hey or anything? I mean, you know. Hello, father. I mean, you've made it. I am a part of the podcast now, I guess. I am replacing Adam. Wait, what? Yep. Uh, We were going to tell you, but... When... Okay, fine. Good luck. Just now, you were there. Actually, if... No, no, we got this. Then you can lead the whole thing. Talk about this one. Actually, yeah, the the main... The main step that Adam fails at is getting him to drink the beer. So if you could... I drink the beer. If you could master just taking a sip of the beer without prompting, you're in a much better place than he is. I can do that. You're not, though. It's a race, bitch. Aw, Adam's the first to swear. I win. What do you win? Now you're first to talk about it. That's your that's your victory. Now we, uh, nope. This is his nope. tr- no, it's does, you, buddy. Doesn't he have you to try won. out? See, this is what I mean. He goes back in for eight more sips before he speaks. Definitely get some peach. Um, kind of that crispness, that cleanness. Um, I think this one has more of a... Oh, no. Maybe on the back end, I get a little bit more... I get some rye. Um, I think this one has a little bit more fruit than the Elvis one to me. A little bit more forward, a little bit more... I mean, I just took a swig of Guinness. Is that what affected me? Probably. That probably wrecked that's... Oh, so I messed up. I get a little bit of the peach. There's definitely a sweetness there. There's a malt. And this might be an order of operations issue. Compared to the other two, this one to me is is a little bit bland. Definitely has the crispness um, and the drinkability of the first one without... Quite frankly, for me at least, with without having without kind of stepping up to the flavor profile that the first one had, or not even necessarily the flavor profile, to quite frankly, just having the flavor. Zach, what would your preference be? Because I, I would say this one is starkly different than the Kremlin we just had. What would your thoughts be on which one you kind of liked better and why? I would say I would like the Kremlin more, um, as it's just unique. It's definitely something I haven't had AF-wise yet. Like I said, it was my first time trying it. This peach rye, I do enjoy. Um, I have had a few of them, but I definitely would lean more towards the Kremlin. So a few of the peach specifically, or a few of the, I guess, fruited AF beers? Um, I would say not fruited AF beers. <laughs> Have you had this specific beer from Athletic before? Yes, I have. I have had many, and um, like I said, I I do have it from time to time, but I don't believe I would have it again or order it again. Gotcha. Sorry, Athletic Brewing Company. Oh, no. <laughs> they know. They're going to stop sending you stuff. I he said he hates it. I think this one is more of a beer I might introduce people to up front because it is, I would say, more 
balanced, but not that the Kremlin, I wouldn't, I would say the Kremlin was not balanced, but I don't mean it negatively. This is more of a solid note and flavor that kind of carries throughout. It's definitely more mild. It's a little sweeter. It's a little lighter. And I guess, yeah, I'm sure people still do it. I was going to say if I was on a boat or if I was outside, if I was kind of just drinking throughout the day in the yard. Yeah, people still have boats. (laughs) They haven't ceased to exist. Correct. No, I mean it. And yards. No, it's just hard hard for me to think that people are just outside on a boat doing activity, drinking a bunch of AF beer. You you understand that there are parts of this country that don't ever really get that cold. So people I know, can I know, I know, I don't, I don't, I know what right you're saying. Now, yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, I think if I was outside on a boat be and it wasn't like a beer, I might like lemonade or iced tea or something like that. So you're saying nobody's going to go on a boat and specifically drink AF beer? No, I mean, I'm sure people do. It's just because weird you're for me to do she. No, I would just, like I said, I would just grab, I think, a different beverage entirely. Yay. But yes, this would, this would be refreshing. Hooray, we're back. Like a white About what? The peach. I liked it. Um, I thought it was good, crispy, nice, refreshing. I thought it was crispy. Spear is very red. That super fruity. I'm excited. And I usually don't get excited. So, Zach, did you have thoughts on pronunciation of this beer? Whatever you say, we'll just go with. So you can <laughs> go make with Ostakaka. Ostakaka. Osta shit. Because <laughs> Spanish. What was the name of the bat from uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls? I don't know. Everyone bowed. Shakaka, I think that's what it was. Um, really, if no one if no one knows, I'm pretty sure it's Shakaka, and we should like all be cheesecake. bowing. It smells like cheesecake. What did you bring? A beer that smells like cheesecake. Adam, you've got the can. What's the can say? It's in another language. Oshkaka, <laughs> <laughs> pale ale brewed with lingon berries inspired by classic Swedish cheesecake. You can translate Swedish? I can. Brajidadi of Umpalo. Pa de preferbrejdi. Lucristi Belgion. Ingredienser. Wait, is that Swedish? No. Barton ha. Wait, there we go. Barton corn, matvelt, mathover, matrag, humle, jost, lactose, and lingon. You went through like 15 different dialects just there. Well, yeah, they said they travel around the world on their website and try to... No, they don't. I think you just had several strokes. You should see a doctor. I think he speaks other languages roughly as well as he speaks English. Not good. Yes, not good. Zach, you said it sniffed like cheesecake. Does it taste like cheesecake? It sure does. Really? Yes. It is so thick. Dang mixer. We're having technical difficulties that hopefully I'll be editing out, but if there's weird inconsistencies... That's what's going on. It's peaceful. Yeah, I forgot our um, good equipment. Tart? I mean, everyone's yeah, getting tart. tart. Yeah. What else you got? Though there's there's some interesting stuff in there, almost like... Um, Vanilla? Once you move well, past the yeah, lingonberry? So you, d- you definitely do get a little bit of that cheesecake taste. But also, weirdly enough, you get like some some like stone fruit or dark tobacco or what you know i mean words that that people usually use when they're talking about like fine ports and stuff you you get some really interesting kind of on top mm. of the tart and the sweet you get some some very interesting again kind of wine like dessert wine notes in there i'm looking for some graham cracker or some kind of bready something that i'm just not getting this tastes like the filling without the crust to me 
of the ones we've had, this one to me tastes the most, I guess, boozy. I wouldn't know that it was alcohol free. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite one so far. Um, I think it's definitely the most flavorful, complex. This one's only 0.3 too, so it's even less than the other ones. So there you go. Can you translate how many calories are in it? 3.3. Three. CLs. I assume that's calorie. Holy or crap. Or it could be chlorines. Chlorines. <laughs> There's chlorine content. We're all going to die. It I'm- could also possibly be centiliters. Hmm. So have you had anything from Oskaka? I have not. It's actually, I believe, from Omnipolo is the name of the brewery. Huh. Omnipolo. This is actually the first I've tried. So Something chicken. Do you... Were you sent more from Askaka? I sure was. <laughs> are they all kind of fruited? Um, I haven't tried any except for this one. So, but I mean, are but they all? They are. Um, I had a shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hey! it's right in. You're official. Stop speaking for me, brother. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I have one that's like a pale ale brewed with blueberries and vanilla, and I believe another pale ale, like a micro pale ale or something they call it. So, so they're not afraid to play with some fruits. Yeah. That's kind of neat. It's very different than the than the peach we had from Athletic. They went whole fruit on this, all in, fruit deep, uh, cheesecake the crap out of it. Yeah, I was waiting for you to come back. I, I was just letting everybody talk. <laughs> Aw, you got put in I your got, place I by got, Seth. I got reprimanded. Your feelings are hurt. No, I'm not. Your feelings are hurt. Shut up. Well, so so let me ask because I I think we probably have uh, enough time to um you know to to kind of unpack this a little bit. So we've been doing this podcast for six years. Feels like 27, but it's only been six. Um, Like, I can honestly say that, that quite frankly, when BrewDog first started coming out with their AF stuff, that was almost like a novelty to me. So I guess let me ask, kind of how wide is the alcohol-free craft world, right? Because I have no experience in it other than today and a couple of things that I've had at BrewDog, right? That's, I mean, I, I think that if you wouldn't mind talking about that a little bit, I think people in the craft beer world would be surprised at the amount of non-alcoholic alternatives that they can find. Well, it's definitely taking off in 2020, as I've heard from people who's been drinking AF beers for many years. Um, Like I said, I've just started in 2020, so I'm kind of just starting at a good time, I suppose. But I do believe a lot of breweries that do alcoholic beer as well are coming out with AF options. Um, I know Samuel Adams is coming out with one next year. I believe I heard Lagunitas is coming out with another one next year, an IPA. It's definitely taking off. A lot of breweries are doing limited releases, so it's definitely exciting to be a part of. I mean, I get to stay up to date on everything and try everything I can. I highly suggest if you've never tried an AF beer to try it out because there are a lot out there that are good, whether you're driving to work and want to try it or if you (laughs) might want to drink at work, it's a good option. Um, I always want to drink at work. So is it is it hard to find at all? Um, it actually is not. I know Athletic Brewing Company. It's actually one of the, I guess, most liked non-alcoholic breweries I've came across. Um, there's a lot of people who are all about them, um, but they offer free shipping on two six-packs or more on their site. And, I mean, they're always stocked. So, I mean, if you get free shipping, I mean, it's not terrible at all, and it ships pretty quick. So, Could I, uh, Well, and being alcohol-free, yeah, I, I imagine you don't that. have to worry about 
and the can, restrictions on mm. ship, you know, which state you're in mm. and blah, blah, blah. And right. Brewdog, I mean, they can't ship their alcohol to Indiana, but they can ship their AF options. So it's very easy to get a hold of. Have you been able to walk into any liquor stores or stores and um, see it? Honestly, not many. Um, O'Doul's <laughs> is a big one I see. Sharps. Um, but I believe the best place I found it around here locally, it would be Market District. Um, as oh. they have a lot of BrewDog AF, AF options, Untitled Art has a few. I didn't know Untitled Art did, but um, they're, they're... They have a oh, non-alcoholic chocolate milk stout, and Ooh. they oh. came out with like a Florida... Don't know how to pronounce it, but Wise, Ways, Ways? Ways, Wise. What? This? A sour beer, I know, but... Well, and they're pretty big in the area, just central Indiana here within the past year or so, maybe two years. So that's interesting to me that they're sending their AF options too. So Market District, if you're looking for it on the shelf, or breweries can ship it, which makes perfect sense. I just didn't consider it before mm-hmm. now. So, so the internet's for more than just porn? Well, I don't know. You're thinking about it. More. You're thinking uh, about it. <laughs> so are there breweries that you've been looking to try or others that are spoken pretty highly of other than Athletic that spring um. to mind? Yes, there's, of course, Wellbeing Brewing, which I didn't bring any today, um, but they also are a very liked brewery. Um, I believe they're out of Missouri, um, and they have a lot of free shipping discounts all the time, and um, they have a really good IPA, a dark amber beer. <laughs> I thought Adam was so going to yeah, make so a, a, crack weather, about uh, your, a crack uh, about your sister. No. Aw. I don't know, because we've got Zach, and we've talked about your parents, and then Amber was mentioned. And you can nothing. talk about me all you like, so. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. Hell, splendid. <laughs> Do you, uh, in your personal opinion, right, because that's all that pretty much the beer world is, do you find that there are certain styles of beer that lend themselves more readily to, to alcohol-free than others, or? um, Not exactly. I believe there's a lot of... For example, Athletic Brewing Company, I mean, they have came out with anything and everything you can imagine, especially this last year. Of course, it's fall time now, so they just came out with their Oktoberfest. Um, they have a Stump Jump, which is like a some sort of brown ale that I haven't tried, but it should be coming next week. So I believe a lot of breweries are coming out with their staying current. Um, for example, the Black Milkshake IPA I have, I mean... I've, that's the first I've seen of that kind. Sincerely, we've kind of been all over the place. I don't know. Well, having Nanny State from BrewDog, the Elvis AF was kind of similar. My initial thought was that most AF beer tasted like that or O'Doul's. I was kind of thinking the same. Like, And then uh, that last one kind of, yeah. Well, even the, <laughs> even the Kremlin, I feel like there's a whole gamut of beers that we have we have not tried. And I'm thinking we should probably try a bit more because it's kind of fun. All right. What? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. You can't get drunk on it, so. Uh, Adam, Adam thinks that he can. He thinks that he's up to the t- up to the challenge. <laughs> I'm at point. Here, wait. I might be at 1.2. I've tried, so. Let me try it. Sure. Oh, Please. God. A nightcap? One to send us off at? Uh, what, uh, we're probably going to want new glasses after the milky. All right. We're, now we're going to take a planned pause. This will be this will be different, yes. and uh, we'll be back. Greetings, beer deviants. Deviate Brewing here, your new Northside craft beer brewery dedicated to making beer that deviates from the norm. 
made specifically for the established palate of the beer geek or foodie that loves fun flavor combinations in liquid form. DVA Brewing has a sole focus to produce beers that challenge your senses. We want aromas that rip your nose off. We want you to experience a full mouthfeel so you know you're drinking a well-crafted beer. And we want all our beers to have big, bold, fun flavors that excite your palate. From our strudel cake Scottish strong ale, aged in apple brandy barrels, to our Hawaiian imperial stout, barrel-aged with coffee and coconut, to a peanut butter IPA. Yeah, we aim to bring the fun to the indie craft beer scene. With eight rotating taps of exciting craft beer, we want to please the promiscuous drinking habits of the beer geek and keep you coming back to see what crazy new concoctions we have to share. Come deviate from the norm at DVA Brewing, 96th in Michigan. Yeah, Adam, now that we're back. Oh, we are back? Now that we're back, yeah. So we are back. Now that we're back. Right, so we're back. Yeah, what do we have? You're drinking a thing that we know nothing about, buddy. Order of operations matter. I don't know, go ahead. Well, this is from Two Roots Brewing. They're based out of, I believe, San Diego, California. Mm. California. The long state. <laughs> yep. Um, it's a black milkshake IPA. It's the first of its kind that I've tried. I have tried another milkshake IPA before, which was like an orange vanilla from Surreal Brewing. Um, but that was this also is def- an AF. It's also okay. AF, yes. <laughs> um, but this, like I said, it's just the first of its kind, I guess, that I've tried. Um Two Roots Brewing. I know they originally started with, I believe, like cannabis infused um, beers. Um, We're going to get I harder believe, to ship those. I bet. Harder to <laughs> ship those. I've looked, but I haven't gotten a hold of any. So, um, so they're going to do CF. Oh, wait. Cannabis free. Yeah, that would be CF, big guy. How about you? Uh, how about you stick to drinking? Leave articulating to others. What are you doing? Not to be fair, you told him not to articulate. He's doing a pretty good job at being inarticulate. <laughs> That's enunciate. That's a different word. Um, I definitely get a kind of... Um, I'm trying to think of the beer word. <laughs> Some malt. Um, almost has like that dark stout taste to me. Like, um, kind of reminds me... Kinda, yeah, it just kind of reminds me like I'm drinking a stout. Um... Get a little bit of chocolate. I think I have a sweet finish. You don't blackberry. have a sweet finish. Is that blackberry? That's what I get. Does it say blackberry? I do not know. Because the see, this guy, this guy talks about what he tastes, not what the can says. We use Cascade, Mosaic hops, blackberries, along with oats. Oh. Roasted crystal malt for a fruity, chocolatey, creamy beer. We finished it by aging. Sound it out. <laughs> No, you're adding luscious chocolatey flavor. (laughs) (laughs) You're just upset because he knew a beer thing and you didn't, Adam. Yeah, I um, Hmm. so I I will say I'm not getting a ton of sweet off this, but I'm getting a a fair amount of roast, which I I I think that this one again, it's got good body to it, got just a a hint of fruit tart, and then I'm getting like a, a roasty taste. And then, of course, you know, it's an IPA, so uh, you get the the hops bitterness, which these, uh, the IPAs here have been really interesting to me because, again, I'm sure because of the quote-unquote brewing process, the hops aren't as, or at least it seems to me they're not as adulterated without that kind of sweet, malty component that that you'd normally find in a foolproof style. 
I think that this would be real interesting in and of itself. The alcohol-free stuff would be interesting in and of itself as a learning experience for hops. I think that you get the hops, I mean, the actual true taste of the hops, not just hint, not just... I think you get their character pretty full bore with these, which is kind of rare to find in um, your, your standard beers. And I can't tell if it's the malt that I'm getting or the Cascade, but it is definitely definitely very hop-heavy and definitely very malt-heavy. I don't know if I get as much roast. Uh, it's certainly, the roast is there. The chocolate stands out to me. I think the berry was a heck of a find because I don't, I get a little bit of sweetness, but I think it's from the chocolate. I don't know if I get a whole lot of fruit, but it's definitely there. Um, I whispered it in his ear when you weren't looking. I'm always looking. <laughs> of the ones that we've had, this one has some subtle complexity that was maybe a little absent, except in the um, the Kremlin. But I think the chocolate is the kind of the top note that's consistent throughout. But there's complexity the more you get in there, and I actually kind of wonder what happens when it warms too. I bet it gets Hold more it. roasty. Touch it. Keep it in your hand. Warm it up. You- Yes. I was getting just a, a little hint of tart off of it, but chew on it for a bit. I mean, and you get a ton of blackberry. Now everyone's doing it and no one's talking. I think that's fair. Well, I, I hate you so much. I know. I'm the only <laughs> no, one with You don't head- have to say it every episode. I'm the only one with <laughs> headphones, so maybe the mouth noises are just amplified for me and no one else. Yeah. Uh, swell. Let's swell. You are, buddy. You're swell. So, Zach, of the beverages we have in front of you, which one was your favorite? I would definitely go with the Kremlin IPA for Still sure. Kremlin. I just, for whatever reason, it's very unique to me. Like I said, it is the first time I've tried that one. Second would definitely go to Elvis AF just because, just, I don't know, I just really enjoy Elvis juice. So just for whatever reason, it's really something I could just drink all the time. I feel like, you know, driving the car, of course, (laughs) (laughs) driving to work, waking up, whatever. Um, but I would definitely go with the Kremlin IPA. Right on. Fultz number two. Just unique. And, uh, for doing top two, I really liked the, uh, I liked the cheesecake one a lot. Um, I thought that was really rich, uh, a little bit more flavorful, different than all the other ones I had. Um, and then, I guess it's, uh, the milkshake one. Pretty flavorful, uh, kind of a lot going on. I guess to me, those are the most complex tasting of the two to me. Um, kind are of. You referring to Two Roots when yes. you say the milkshake one? I am. Two Roots Brewing Company's milkshake one. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I really like those two. Um, I was kind of surprised of the variety that there are in the AF world. What do you fancy? Number one for me is is the two roots, uh, followed closely by you know the crowd favorite, which is is the Kremlin. Just I, I I like both of them for both the similarities to they have with, um, you know again with with the full strength beer, but more importantly for the differences there. Again, you you get a lot of the flavors that you don't normally find in alcoholic beer a lot of flavors that you find in there in these are really ramped up um and if those are kind of hints and bits and pieces that you like in other beers 
then it's definitely worth your time to give this stuff uh, a try. So I think you'll be surprised with with what you find. And I think that this is also a, a good tool for people who are looking up, who are looking to step up their beer discussion game in that, again, you can isolate some of those flavors and you can get them a little bit more in detail than you could kind of, for lack of a better term, buried in your standard beer. Milkshake one is my number one. The brew dog is my number two. And man, that Kremlin is definitely an honorable mention. The reason the milkshake one kind of bumped the Kremlin off is because I enjoy kind of the chocolate throughout. And I think as it warms a little bit, I can go back and get some different flavors, which keeps it interesting. The Kremlin is definitely one to go back to because I sincerely think I can taste just about everything they put in there, which is neat. But kind of to Zach's point, why Brewdog is number two is I keep it in the fridge and keep going back to it after work beer, driving to work beer, while <laughs> during work beer. beer. Yeah, it's just a nice utility beer. And I know I made the comment about, I I don't know if I'd be out on a boat just tossing them back because I might have like lemonade or iced tea or something like that. But Which is kind of like, I mean, kind of lame if you're on a boat. Yeah, I guess. But I I have to contradict myself because the Elvis would work because it, as we talked about in our review, grapefruit forward, effervescent, light, refreshing. It actually does tick most of the boxes of, you know, things I want while I'm drinking on a boat. So it's boaty, you say? Yes, it's Bodhi. All right. Bodhi McGody. I said nothing about McGody. <laughs> You're embellishing. Oh, sorry. It's crap. Sorry, I was talking about your Goody. <laughs> now, now is the time for your thing. We're done. Good night.